Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. and girls from around the world gather around it's time for another exciting episode of thriller coin talk today is january 1st 2021 and welcome to the new year today we're discussing bitcoin in january this is going to be an exciting episode um there's so many ways bitcoin could go this month and i think i have have gotten it um there's a lot of people right now in the space who are full of hopium and quite frankly that's a good thing <laughs> it's good to feel like this. Uh, after a long bear market and a rough 2020, it was it was great to see Bitcoin go to all-time new highs, right? Uh, a lot of us were extremely surprised because not only did it just happen to go through like a rapid bull run over this past week, but we exceeded 29K today. That's right. And Bitcoin has officially entered the top 10 of global assets in terms of its market capitalization in the entire world. <laughs> That's right. If you look at Bitcoin right now, it's ranked 10th with the market cap of 544 billion. That's right. B for billion, uh, leaving such financial giants like Berkshire Hathaway and, and Visa and Walmart. They're, they're in the back door. They're in the dust. But yeah, Bitcoin is set in all, you know, all time high, you know, and it was, it was nuts. 29,321 at least according to this time right now, <laughs> who knows what it's doing <laughs> when this gets released, <laughs> probably breaking 30 K who knows. But um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are speculating and, and quite, and I think it's funny, you know, cause you never really know, but they're saying, well, are these all the XRP holders <laughs> moving over <laughs> and pushing us to this 29 K eh, possibly. But with all of that, let's jump into a, Trading shot chart. Let's do it. So we're going to talk fractals today. So this is a, a chart coming from Trading Shot, probably the best in the biz, you know. Uh, I'll put it here in the show notes. But he kind of is predicting that what we're seeing here happening right now is kind of very similar to what occurred here in 2016 as we head into 2017. 
you know, quite frankly, when it comes to Bitcoin and the crypto industry, you kind of have to look to the past for a lot of things. It's just kind of knowing where you're looking at to kind of get a good idea of, of what's ahead. Right. And there are some things that we really can't foresee, right, like COVID or, you know, any other kind of drops in the market like that. That's just kind of, you know, these black swan events. But I will say, though, if we look just strictly at his chart, he accurately predicts that by the end of January, we're going to reach some type of low and then we're going to climb out of it um, by the end of February headed into March. And that's that's what he's showing here and predicts that we're going to be somewhere in this hundred thousand dollar range by the end of this year. And that's kind of the safe prediction right now. I think everybody's kind of wondering, are we going to still climb? And we're going to talk more about that here in Bitcoin Market Health. Let's do it. So everybody put your best suit or dress on. Let's make believe that we are wealthy for just this one. Lighting firecrackers off on the front line. As 30 dialogues bleed into one. I wish the world was flat like the old days. And I could travel just by folding in land. No more airplanes or speed trains or that could hold us back There'd be no distance that could hold us back There'd be no distance that could hold us So if we look at Bitcoin market health, we can kind of take a look at some of these charts and really get a good idea of what's going on in the space. If you look at the number of new addresses, it hasn't increased. And if you're like me, you're wondering, well, why hasn't it increased? We've seen tremendous growth in the Bitcoin space. And quite frankly, it should increase with new addresses, but it's not. And that tells me that people that have already bought Bitcoin are doubling down. That's also telling me that people who are or who are, I should say, who were waiting on the sidelines already invested in Bitcoin, but not really willing to jump in yet until a confirmed bull market is about to happen. And I think that's what we're seeing here, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of people that were holding some fiat currency waiting to enter the market and they were waiting for that signal. And as soon as. All these other guys came in, right? We have the Drunken Millers. We have the, uh, <laughs> all of them. I don't have to explain that. There's too many of them. BlackRock, everybody. As soon as all that happened, it's when they came in, right? But most of them already, I mean, it seems like most of them already had Bitcoin. Um, so this tells me the, the lack of new addresses here tells me that, hey, no new retailers are coming in. And we'll talk more about the whole retail segment here later on. Now, let's, let's jump into some charts from the past, because once I saw this trading shot, it really trading shot chart, it really got me thinking like, OK, now let's look at the past and kind of see what he's seeing as far as fractals. So I went ahead and did kind of my own charts here through Glassnode, which is like the primo service in the industry. Um, put a link there in the show notes. You can check them out. But one of the things I want to take a look at is I kind of want to just give you like a just kind of a dive into what I'm seeing here. And I think it's pretty fascinating. Um, if you look here um, 
on, gosh, I want to say it was 20. Let me make sure I get the right date. I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. Perfect. So if we look here on the 2011 into 2012 chart, we can see that that Bitcoin did a thing, right? And one of those things that it did is it severely crashed <laughs> in January uh, going into 2012, right? Uh, this is back when we went from, I believe it was like $7 all time high. And we crashed back down to $5 and like 80 cents. <laughs> and then we, you know, we, we obviously made it up later into 2012, but we did see that crash happen in January. Um, if we look here into the 2016 into 2017, the same thing happened, right? We, we head into December, all time highs. We even go into January uh, and have some tremendous uh, run there in the beginning of January. But come the mid of January, we just crash and we crash again at the end of January. And we don't fully recover until about uh, mid to late February. Now uh, that's 2016, 2017. And you can even go back as far as like, and I didn't, but for the, for the sake of, and I won't put this in the show notes, but if you, if you go as far back as even 2010, you can kind of see similar crashes in January. What I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to see another 30% drop. And I know that's really tough to believe right now. And I know a lot of you don't believe that. And I totally understand it. I, I get it. Um, I'm the, I'll be the first one to tell you, you don't want to bet against the market, right? You don't want to bet against the market. You don't want to do that. Um, but at a certain point, when you see it repeat throughout history, um, it's kind of hard to, to, to move away from that idea. Um, so what I would say is uh, expect a 30% drop to happen here at some point in January. And, and you're probably going to be wondering, well, hey, Car, we're going to need a callus for that. What's going to be the callus for the drop? Uh, and that's always the tricky part, right? Because you can have the charts with the fractals and they say one thing. Uh, then you can look at the actual market health and that tells you there's another thing, right? A lot of this is coming from previous investors of Bitcoin. So at some point, they're going to get they're going to get winded and they're going to stop buying. Right. So at some point, we're going to have a pullback. And what's that pullback? It's typically 30 percent in January with the recovery by the end of February uh, 2011 being the exception. Now, or 2011 20, into 2012 being the exception. And I'll put all this in the show notes so you can take a look at this. Now, let's jump into some bullish fucking news that throws all of this out the window. <laughs> and this is why I had so much trouble putting this together. And this is why this is the most important Bitcoin monthly newsletter you're going to receive uh, all year. Uh, because everything that I say right now says, hey, car, everything that you're talking about doesn't matter. So let's jump into key takeaways. More institutional money is flowing in 2021. <laughs> so Grayscale, yeah, very silver, the oracle of Bitcoin. <laughs> and they're up two billion from last year. That's right, two whole billy. Congratulations, Barry Silver and the team. You did an awesome job promoting Bitcoin. We also have Charlie Morris from ByteTree. He's identified 50 companies with a surplus of cash 
just waiting on the sidelines. And these are mostly tech companies who are holding 500 billion, much more than what Bitcoin is worth today. Bada boom. <laughs> Seriously, take a look at this list. Uh, we have freaking everybody on here. Adobe, freaking Garmin, everybody. Adobe. <laughs> also, we have Ruffer. They just allocated into Bitcoin. And because of this, Charlie Morris, also from ByteShare, is reporting that, hey, Ruffer's in. They're not speculators. Uh, people who are wealth managers in the UK will follow them. And not only that, they hold $20 billion in assets. Yeah. And this is, these are big deals, ladies and gentlemen. Let's fucking go! Killing it today, Javier. Jeez, killing it. So you also have to keep in mind that COVID is still here, right? COVID is still a thing. And there's stimulus checks coming. They're actually arriving next week, starting on the 4th. And these are $600 checks. And if you remember last year, it was reported that there happened to be $1,200 transfers into Bitcoin exchanges uh, purchasing Bitcoin. So if we see the same thing happen this year, then, yeah, number go up, right? Also, we also need to realize that the retail, the retail demographic is not in. As we stated earlier, new addresses aren't aren't happening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> new people, new people aren't walking through that door. <laughs> so that tells me, and we it proves it that uh, the wealthy are buying Bitcoin, and the people who have Bitcoin are buying it. Uh, so, are they going to enter back in? I think at some point. Right. Even my brother-in-law called me over the holiday break and he never calls me. <laughs> so, so that tells me at some point. Yeah, I think they're just kind of waiting on the sidelines. It ha hasn't 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 reached peaked FOMO yet. Um, also, Jason Nelson from Decrypt is reporting that Vanek has refiled its application for a Bitcoin ETF. So if you remember, Vanek withdrew it last year around the 17th of September and they have been blocked several times by the SEC, most notably by Jay Clayton, because he's a horrible individual and he hates us. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure he's nice. Actually, I never met him. He looks like a sourpuss. Anyway, uh, it's been blocked multiple times by the SEC, and uh, Vanek thinks he can get it through this time. Well, I mean, honestly, I think Clayton was the only thing that was kind of holding it back, so it's it's a good possibility this could, this could be something. We'll watch it as the year goes by. Um, and then finally, let me just give you what I think is going to happen in January. Like I said, I'm basing this on all the research I've done over the past couple of days, all the analysis that I've done. Uh, so, yeah, and a lot of you aren't going to be happy with this. <laughs> so just just realize that this is just my opinion. That that's all. It's not a for sure thing, even though I am I am right most of the time. <laughs> I'm batting pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say I'm batting pretty good. Um I think we're going to see a drop at least 30 percent. I think it's I think it's hard to, you know, to go against the data, um, especially when you have hard data 
from the history of Bitcoin to what the charts are doing right now, uh, certain fractals that are taking place, um, RSI levels, like everything's telling us that a, a downside here is going to happen in January. I think it's going to happen somewhere between the fourth of, of next week through the 17th. I don't necessarily think we're going to go like all the way back down to 10K or anything. I think we're going to see something pretty healthy, you know. Right now we're at 29K at the time of this recording. <laughs> Who knows? I haven't looked at the price yet, so it could probably be 30K. But what I'm saying is I think we're going to get somewhere between 20 to 21K, 22K. Um, so I don't think we're going to go down considerably, but I do think we're going to retest that 20K level again, um, even if it's just for like two seconds and then springs back up. Uh, I do know myself included in, in this group are waiting to buy more Bitcoin. Uh, and, and that's... And trust me, I, I, I had this debate uh, earlier with my brother about how, well, are you informing yourself because this is why you think it's going to go down because you want to buy in lower? And I really had a hard time debating that to him because I was like, no, I'm really just looking at the data and the data is showing that it's not nothing that I'm doing is influencing me to sway one way or the other. Um, I'm really looking just at the strictly at the data and you can go and I even told him, I was like, you can go there and look at it yourself after I'm done. And if you see something different, then tell me. So I, I am waiting on the sidelines right now to buy some, you know, some heavy bags of Bitcoin at the beginning of this year. I'm just not going to buy it at 29 K. Uh, now at what point do I realize that I have to bend the knee and buy it at higher price? I would say at the end of February, I would say at the end of February, if by the end of February, Bitcoin hasn't gone down and we are still in this 27, 28 K 29 K range, and it's and it's February, you know, 24th and we're headed into March. And I know March is when we're going to start really cooking uh, at that point. Bend the knee, buy some Bitcoin at 29K. Right. Um, but right now I'm going to wait till the 17th <laughs> and see how it plays out, because 30 um, percent pullback makes more sense here. Um, and. I am not. I should also say that just because I have a, a short term outlook on the price going down doesn't necessarily mean that I don't think there's going to be a bullish run this year. Uh, I just I just think here in the short term, in the next 15 to 20 days, I think we're going to see a, a pullback. That's it. It's not to say I'm a bear or anything like that. I'm just just wanting y'all just want you all to know that. Um, and then also, I should say one of the good news is I do predict us, you know, in our 57 point. 57% Bitcoin theory that here in 2021, by February, we should be at 34K. Um, this is the same theory <laughs> that accurately predicted uh, the Santa rally this year. So if this theory holds up, we should be at 34K. Um, if this theory is wrong, then we'll be at 50K by February because quite frankly, everything that I just said, all the bullish behavior that's going on right now, the stimulus checks, all that stuff, if that puts us to 50K by February, well, gosh, I mean, we're going parabolic. I mean, it's crazy, right? Um, we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. You know, I hope <laughs> I hope I'm extremely wrong. I hope we're at 50K by February, but I just find it really hard to believe us to kind of break through this and keep going to till we hit 50K. Um, but that's totally in the possibility because with Bitcoin, anything can happen.
Okay, with that, let's get into, that's right, coin talk. We got to talk about coin talk. There's other coins in the market. We can't just talk about Bitcoin all the time. I know everybody just comes to this newsletter once a month. And then as soon as <laughs> this whole first segment ends, you, you drop off. I know. I see the stats. I see what's going on there. You're using me. It's okay. I don't mind you using me. Quite frankly, spread the word. Spread the joy. Um, no, we're going to talk more about Bitcoin. We're going to talk more about Ethereum, all sorts of stuff going on. And we're going to do that starting now. It's time for Coin Talk, and today I want to announce that um, you know one of my one of my biggest things was that here in 2021 really was going to you know try to make strides in the right direction for what I wanted to do with this podcast with Thriller X with Thriller Premium, and one of those things was definitely starting an LLC. I feel like at this point um, we are making enough uh, and being able to sustain ourselves where uh, we need to start reporting this stuff, <laughs> you know, before it gets really crazy. Uh, and uh, not that I wasn't reporting it before, I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> just in case anybody's listening, I was reporting it. But uh, so we decided to create a Thriller X Recordings LLC. And now we're going to uh, have that kind of be the the, the, I guess the umbrella, I guess that's what it's called, uh, according to my accountant. That's that's going to be everything related to Thriller Podcast, right? So we have Thriller Crypto. We have our premium show, which is Thriller Premium. Um, we have, you know, Thriller X, which is our website. Um, we have our Birth Crypto Death Podcast. And then we have some other creations that we're kind of in the works right now that we're working on. And then at some point, you know, maybe here in the near future, I would say in the next 12 to 24 months, we're going to look to start adding some more creations and I'm, I'm calling them creations because I think in this kind of day and age there, there really isn't a, 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 a thing where you can have uh, I mean, you can have a media company, but at the end of the day, it's more like a creation label. Right. And that's kind of what I look at ourselves. I think we're probably the first of its kind. I don't, I don't know of anybody calling themselves a creation label, but that's what we are. We're just a, we're a label that has a thriller brand on it and we're just going to keep creating. Um, and right now we're starting in the crypto and Bitcoin space. And that's kind of where I see us being for most of the time or all the time. Uh, I think at some point we'll probably get into the whole music space at some point, but for right now um, we're doing crypto and Bitcoin podcasts and it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, and um, that's, so it's just really exciting. I never really, when I, when I first made this, you know, thriller podcast, I never thought it was going to be anything. I really just did it out of sure, you know, enthusiasm for what was going on and just wanting to talk about Bitcoin and not having anybody to talk about it with. And it's just kind of become something bigger over time. And, you know, having this premium podcasting uh, over these past 24 months, really starting to see that, Hey, this is, 
actually becoming a thing. <laughs> and uh, we need to look legit in the eyes of the law, you know, in the eyes of, of the government and stuff like that. So this was one step in doing that in that direction before it got really crazy. So that's that was one of the things, too, is just like, you know, you know, CYA, right, as they say. But ultimately, it was just about building on the longer vision for this. Right. I mean, this is just another pillar along the way. And uh, that's why I said, like, if, you know, <laughs> you want along us, uh, we're definitely, definitely going to be around for a while. We're not going anywhere. And also, too, the reason I, I share this stuff with you all is because um, I know there's somebody out there who's listening that is thinking about starting something or thinking about doing something or or just thinking about maybe their own kind of day to day job or whatever. And they're wondering, I wonder if I could do this or I wonder if I could do that. Trust me when I tell you this, you can do anything you set your mind to. And when you really look at it, it really it just starts with the first step. And that's just doing. And then little by little, your eyes get a little bit bigger. And then you take the next step. And then your eyes get a little bit bigger. And that's that's all we've ever done here. We're not trying to like sprint here. This is this is a marathon, right? Like so we're just taking our time. And now we're an independent media company in the Bitcoin and crypto space. It's pretty fucking cool. All right, with that, we got to roll the disclaimer because, yeah, <laughs> let's roll the disclaimer. Remember, Thriller's podcast is not good financial advice. He cannot have a future, even if he is terror. He is just a dude, trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coin Talk. <laughs> My favorite part of the day. I'm sure it's yours too, you know? I'm sure it is. I mean, we look at Bitcoin. I mean, everybody who said, who called you idiots, who said that you were dumb for investing in Bitcoin. And investing it in Bitcoin. Yeah, you, Dave Ramsey. We're talking about you, Dave Ramsey. There's nothing really out there that shows why it should have sold off. You know what? Bitcoin's going to keep going up, and I don't care what they say. <laughs> because every day it goes up, and it's going to continuously go up, because I said so. We, we basically have no brakes or no seatbelts. <laughs> it's good. It's a thriller, man. That's all. That's all I can say. It's a thriller. Yes. But my mother would say, be happy for the good things. <laughs> you know, he's not wrong. We should be happy for what's going on. We're literally at 779 trillion. That's right. No, not trillions. <laughs> wow. That's going to be a thing. That, that is going to be a thing. Trillion is going to be a thing this year. Uh, no, we're at 779 billy, billion, and quite frankly, we're looking pretty good right now. Bitcoin is at $29,260, so kiss that, Dave Ramsey. First possible thing to invest in, you're going to lose your butt. You're not going to be a millionaire in Bitcoin. <laughs> Say that to my black folio, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Let's fucking go! Oh, nice. I like this song. I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. 
am killing it, Javier. You're killing it, bro. Okay, so let's look at what's going on right now. Now, there, there really was speculation out there on crypto Twitter that maybe all the XRP holders are moving into Bitcoin. That's probably, probably what we're seeing here, the ripening, <laughs> where, where it's the opposite of the flippening, you know? And that's a possible, that could be, you know, people laugh, but there was a lot of very wealthy individuals that got suckered into XRP by, by Ripple. If you remember, like Ripple was throwing some major conferences and they had like fucking Bill Clinton to go to them, you know? They had like some really big people attend those conferences and talk about the merits of XRP. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's what we're seeing here. Um, I'm just saying that that's, that's a possibility. It's probably why we're headed up so high. Um, just one thing to keep in mind. Another thing also I wanted to mention here is that Ethereum futures are going to start here on February 8th. And that's going to rip. <laughs> that's going to rip Ethereum up, man. So right now it's at $700 and we so slowly seen it tick up. At that point, um, yeah, it, it's going to it's going to go pretty. It's going to go high pretty fast. I think I think by the time we get to March, May especially, like I think conservatively, if I'm making a bet right now, conservatively, Bitcoin will be at 50K by May conservatively. But if the way everything's going right now and it keeps continuously going up, you know, we could easily be at 50K by March. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy right now. Um, but Ethereum futures contracts starting in February, if that happens and that starts rising as well, this is all going to attribute, right? This is all going to help the entire Bitcoin space because all roads lead back to Bitcoin. You even have DeFi going from 7 billion last year, I think two months ago to 12 billion now just in the DeFi space. So locked into DeFi. We know a lot of that is uh, WBTC, RAN BTC, all, all sorts of wrap BTC. Um, so that's going to take uh, something. So that's what I'm trying to say. All roads lead back to Bitcoin. You know, we also have uh, other things happening in the Lightning Network that are going to get launched this year. That's going to be bigger news as well, too. People are going to start doing microtransactions. That's going to be big. Um, the only thing that's kind of holding us up right now, and it kind of sucks, is what FinCEN is doing, right? I don't know if you heard, but January 4th, which is this Monday, um, Secretary Mnuchin, and I think for the most part, I want to say it's the, gosh, it's just all over the place with these laws, man. The, uh, members of Congress, yeah, that's right. Members of Congress and Treasury Mnuchin and the FinCEN director, Kenneth Blanco, are trying to rush this whole proposal, which basically will force KYC checks on all private wallets. Uh, and they did this with like 15 days and it ends here on the 4th. And that's kind of the catalyst I see kind of forcing us to kind of take that dump, right? And if we're going to blame it on anybody, we're going to blame it on regulators. And, and I think that's the catalyst that we're going to see here. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I, I really hope they give us, you know, six months to really give, you know, or not six months, 60 days for us to really look at what they're proposing and to vote against it. But uh, Coinbase is really trying. Brian Armstrong's out there doing open letters and he's gotten a lot of, um, you know, some of their uh, constituents to assist with this. You know, Cynthia Loomis, uh, she's a senator elect for Wyoming. There's just tons of people who are trying to do their hardest to try to make sure that, uh, you know, Bitcoin is not going to get dumped, you know, and severely uh, pulled back. 
uh, you know, because even like and we talked about it briefly earlier this week, but like even like cash deposits or cash transactions, unless it's over ten thousand dollars, they can't tell you shit. You know, <laughs> are you on drugs or alcohol? No, sir. You take drugs or alcohol? What is drugs? You know what I mean? That's why if you're cruising with like ten thousand under ten thousand dollars, you know, the cops can't tell you anything. Right. It's none of their business. But as soon as you go over ten thousand and one. Uh, well, yeah, you're probably going to handcuffs, right? Because you got to explain that cash. But um, that's what I'm trying to say. There's just there's a lot going on behind the scenes that they're trying to stop Bitcoin and they're trying to stop this run up. It really is an attack on Bitcoin and it's an attack on our sovereignty. Um, so we'll have to see how this kind of plays out. But that's that's the thing that's kind of scaring me here in the short term. I think they can hear and they can see without you seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the coin market cap. Uh, we got uh, Ethereum at $722. Uh, we got XRP just drowning, man. I feel bad for all those people <laughs> who were holding XRP, man. You should have been you should have been buying up Bitcoin, man. You should have been loaded up on Bitcoin by now. You'll be loaded up on Bitcoin and have been a gazillionaire. I can assure you, I will. I, I will personally not be loaded up on Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. Never say never. You know, you know, Mnuchin was an XRP holder. You can tell <laughs> just by his voice. Uh, we also <laughs> we also have uh, Litecoin at one twenty four. Uh, Polkadot flipping Bitcoin Cash or wait, B, wait, is it B Cash? No, B is it B Cash? Is it no? Is it Bitcoin? It's not B Cash. It's Bitcoin Cash. Thanks, Roger. Uh, you know, he's the only person he's the only person that's uh, that's pulled had that's had one of our podcasts pulled. The only guy, the only guy. But it's OK. We forgive you. We don't hold grudges here. I don't care. Uh, we're going to keep moving on. Uh, so one other thing I want to talk about, too, is the Coinbase IPO. That's coming, man. And quite frankly, that's going to be big, big for Bitcoin is Coinbase IPO. Seriously. Valid. That's a valid point. It's a valid point. It was also announced, too, that Coinbase is getting sued. Yeah. From XRP holders. <laughs> yeah, because they bought XRP from them. So now they're going to sue them. There's also some talks in the space that, you know, there's some other uh, cryptocurrencies slash projects slash tokens um, here in the top 25, let's say that are um, getting tapped on the shoulder about whether their project is decentralized enough and can, and can be considered a security. And quite frankly, there's a couple of them that we've done inside protocols on. I'm not naming names right now because I don't want to scare people. But uh, there's one in the top 10 that I'm looking at right now. Actually, there's two in the top 10 <laughs> that I'm looking at right now that aren't hard currencies, hard cryptocurrencies that aren't decentralized, uh, that are definitely uh, owned by companies. Um, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> and uh, they they definitely look like they're probably the ones being tapped uh, one more than the other. Uh, and then if you keep going down this here in the 50, you see even more, right? We know EOS already has gotten uh, filed a lawsuit. And a lot of this stuff by the SEC, it really, and I should, I should, preface this by saying that I'm not saying this is not a bad thing or not a good thing or, or even the worst thing for the project. I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, uh, this, uh, this is a freaking uh, speeding ticket, right? Like people think like Ripple, the company is going to you know go away and all that. No, they're not. Uh, they're going to get fined, probably a hefty amount. 
And then life is going to go on just like what happened to EOS, just like what happened to, um, what was that token? Um, gosh, what was the name of that stupid token that everybody was talking about at one point and then they got sued. See, I don't even remember cause they just went away. No one, no one bought them anymore. And you know, same thing with EOS. EOS has just kind of gone away. No one's bought, bought them anymore after they got sued by the SEC. And maybe that's what happens here with XRP. Maybe, they get sued and they get fined and no one buys them anymore and, and they just kind of go away, right? Who knows? We'll see how it plays out, but that's typically how it's played out the past two times um, by the past two projects. But the SEC wants to make sure all this stuff is decentralized. And if you're not decentralized and if you're not a, uh, a hard asset like Bitcoin, well, guess what? <laughs> uh, you're going to get fined. Um, so this is what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just reporting the news. That's, that's all I'm doing. I'm just reporting the news. Bitcoin fixes this, by the way. <laughs> where do you get this shit from? Javier, where are you getting this stuff from? Um, yeah, so I, I just, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. And right now, quite frankly, you, sh you shouldn't, you shouldn't be buying altcoins right now. I, th there was going to be a time where you could buy altcoins. But now with everything going on, man, I'm so hesitant just to pull the trigger on any one of these. I'm going to wait till Bitcoin falls. Then I'm going to look at altcoins uh, and then, you know, um, kind of go from there. But right now, I don't really see anything right now that has piqued my interest. Um, maybe Ethereum. <laughs> maybe Ethereum right now. I'm looking at Ethereum. I'm like, do I have enough? Um, but other than that, it's just Bitcoin. Primarily, uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at twenty nine thousand dollar Bitcoin right now. I'm like salivating, like just buy it, just buy it, car, just buy it at twenty nine k. Who cares if it falls down? It's gonna go back up. I know, but I, I've learned patience over these over these years in the space. <laughs> okay, that's all I got. Um, yeah, that's all I got. With that, let's get on to the end of the show. So why can't they? 
The coin talk is done. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, this is a free subscription once a month, and uh, this is part of your free subscription, your Bitcoin in uh, whatever month we're in newsletter. And be sure to share it with everybody you know. And quite frankly, if you want to become a subscriber, you can become a subscriber at 50% off in crypto, that is, if you purchase it with it, or you can pay the full price, which is less than a dollar a day for a full year. Hi, Bitcoin, save the world. See you next time. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Har Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Har said likely won't come true. It's up to you. Never do your own research. Listen to other news that start their name with crypto. And not hard. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time.